This podcast is sponsored by Enriched. Now, if you're a regular listener to the show, then you'll know that I'm not a big fan of Big Pharma. So I do everything I can to try and stay out of their sickness subscription system. And a key component in my daily arsenal is a dose of what I'm calling the White Basement Lion King Super Stack. First, chugga mushroom, known as the king of mushrooms for a reason. Its potent antioxidant, antiviral, immune-supporting properties make it the most studied medicinal mushroom on earth. And although there can be only one king, the king wears a mane, a lion's mane. Brain-boosting, neuron-sharpening, cognition-enhancing, lion's mane is the perfect partner for King Chaga and the second half of the Lion King Super Stack. For me, it's the perfect start to my day helping me to go hard and go home. Go to enriched.co, that's E-N-R-I-C-H-D.co, and use the discount code WHITEBASEMENTPOD to get a 10% discount site-wide. Start your day like a king. Go to Enriched and grab the Lion King Super Stack now. Hey guys, this episode was too long to upload in one piece, so it's split into two. If you want to watch the whole thing uninterrupted, it is one piece on my YouTube channel, at White Basement Pod. So, so again, a little bit tangentially, but... Um, and I, I don't know whether we... I think we might have talked about this a little bit on, on the chat, about... Whether the, the 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 actual construction of this reality as as is, so that does seem like a table, and this does seem like my hands and, and whatever. Whether this is kind of coded by the creator, and I can't write code; I can barely write English. So, but uh, you know, I I hear from listening to people that as more insight is gained into the nature of, of what we call our, our reality. It looks more and more like it was coded and written. But I listened to something the other day that I I, I was doing something else while I was listening, but it was still kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Do you, do you know who Dave Murphy is? He's like a, he's like a, you know, how to, how to remove yourself from the system and not pay taxes and blah, blah. He's, okay. he's a, one of those kind of mm-hmm. guys, but very, very interesting guy. But he did this presentation on the um, Fibonacci sequence. Mm. So Fibonacci, in case you guys don't know, is a, is a number sequence where you just add the previous two numbers together. So you go one, one, two, three, five, seven. You just keep going like that. You see that in the petals. You see it in everything. Mm. You see it in everything. You see it in petals. You see it in shells. You see Acorns it in... It's it's absolutely everywhere, um, and if you like allow that number sequence to continue, it generates like those kind of fractal spiral. Things, yeah, those yeah. spiral things that keep the spiral appears within the spiral, and then it comes out again, and it comes out again. And so, so I was kind of aware of that anyway, and I was like, yeah, it's cool Fibonacci sequence, and it, you know, people use it for trading stocks and shares because these people gravitate towards these numbers naturally because they're part of physiology and and everything else. But he said, I think this is the gist of what he was saying, was like, if you were the creator and you're like, oh, I need to create reality today, can I be bothered 
to do like infinite variability. Like even for me, that's like a bit of a ball ache. So I'll just use like a script that just generates stuff that for these lot it will look like random, but I literally just need to do like a sequence of numbers and that will cover everything. So that like Fibonacci sequence is like, um, you know when you play video games Mm -hmm. and the stuff in the distance is not rendered properly? Yeah. It's like it only renders the stuff around you. When you get near enough. Yeah, and everything else, it's just blurry, but you don't really notice. Yeah. Whether that Fibonacci sequence that we find in everything, everywhere, could be kind of proof of this reality was coded, was written, was, you know, that's, that, that's the maths of how it was made. Does that sound feasible? I think it does. Yeah. I mean, I think math is uh, the the language of God. Like, that's his, the, whatever coding. Like, I mean, but there's energy everywhere. So, you know, in atoms, you know, there's different, there's just an absolute, you know, it's permeated this energy field. So with wherever energy, wherever it comes from, and if that is the source or if that is the creator or if that's from the creator, I don't know, whichever. But, you know, like you said, like, um, you know, God was bored <laughs> being alone. So create something separate in order for it to look at so it can look back at itself. Otherwise, you know, there's nothing else to look at you. So you kind of separate a little bit to... Um, at least that's a, a, a for me a, a a valid explanation if it is just all one. But yeah, math m- that makes sense. You know, you can have this kind of mathematic algorithm that cr- allows very very variety, um, diversity, differences. But the rules, the underlying rules and logic, still per- yeah. are still the same. You can't deviate from it. Yeah, the truth yeah. is the truth. Yeah. And this and this also is is a, is a, is it might even just be a fun throwaway, but that's why everyone and pretty much everything needs to sleep because the simulation can't run everything at the same time. So has, you you have to switch some of the things off because there's not enough processing power for everyone to be doing stuff <laughs> simultaneously. So that's because we don't know why we need to sleep, right? Mm. There's a lot of processes that happen when we sleep. That we need it, we need it to happen. Um, like for example, growth hormones are released when we sleep. Uh, the body detoxes when we sleep. Uh, we have to clean out. Uh, mm. The cells need to clean out. Mm-mm. So there's a whole very lot, the whole heap of important processes happens when we sleep. So if people don't sleep, they'll notice that they will have you know issues uh, in wake uh, for energy levels, the need of more sugar. Um, yeah, know. it's very it's very underrated in terms of good health. Is, oh, it's is absolutely sleep. the first thing to sort out if you've got bad health. Yeah, is sleep. I find you know m- most people kind of I think I think now not so much as it used to be, but it was kind of like it was a, not even a thing. It was like diet, exercise, stress, having a good relationship with your boss at work. How much do you sleep? Oh, you know, like, no. I don't know. Don't feel Depends well. Just summer. just take time off and sleep. Yeah. I sleep it, I heal. But um, you can't. But you can't. You can't catch up, right? Really. I mean, obviously, like if you don't sleep for a few days, you need to sleep. But if you if you listen to the sleep scientist, there's a guy who's in Cambridge. He's been on Rogan a couple of times. I forget his name. 
Um, but he basically says the research shows you can't catch up. Like you miss a night's sleep, that's logged forever. Like you cannot go back at the end, at the weekend and get loads of sleep because you didn't sleep very well through the week. I don't know. I don't really. I, I can't understand what it means by make up sleep, but you can um, certainly reverse um, and repair and heal with like a you know with a good amount of sleep and rest. Uh, so you know you you need to have a quality of deep sleep. Uh, enough hours to get into deep sleep because you don't automatically get into deep sleep and that's where a lot of the you know toxins are removed and the healings happen if we don't get in if we don't get enough deep sleep there's too much to uh defrag right so dreams and whatever it's too much happening too much psychological stuff to sift through so then just sift through it until you know you can get into deep sleep and sometimes people are not going to be able to do it because they've got too much to sift through so yeah i i would always you know recommend just taking some good amount of time off and just get to sleep as much as possible I love and sleeping. get your body I to heal nap, I can sleep. yeah especially for any mental health anxiety issues you know um diet um weight uh everything just get to the point where you're well rested enough um and then do everything else and get into routine again get the healthy get because of your appetite as well for example will you know you find that you're more hungry if you haven't slept well so you'll need more sugar um just to keep you up because actually you need you needed to get that rest and so it's not about making it up because you can't just do that extra hour and make it up. No, you need to have a stretch of good quality, good quality sleep until you sift through all your stuff. Um, mm. um, and so if you if you wake up in between, you start interacting with the life again, and so there's a whole more, more a hell more other memories and and interactions and psychological things to sift through and you know, uh, kind of consolidate and, um, un, you know, why did you want to keep it? Do you want to throw it? <laughs> so many things, right? Mm. So you need, sleep is an absolute fundamental, um, if as a fundamental step for any health issue. Mm. So so l last kind of topic that I just wanted to, to drill a bit down on is Elon Musk. Yeah, because you you're 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 mistrusting of, of him. I'm not it's not specifically him. I'm just mistrusting of anyone who doesn't um who doesn't align. And it's not personal to him, but it's really difficult uh to find leaders that I look at and I think, yeah, he's a real deal. But the I mean the thing that, that kind of occurs to me is he so since he bought Twitter, Twitter, as far as my interaction with it, has become again more balanced than it was. So like three quarters of the accounts that I followed had just got banned or shadow banned up until he bought it. So anything the the right right left side of blue hair, fifty five genders, and we should all be communists and kill ourselves to get rid of carbon 
anything on to the right of that was was basically excluded from Twitter. And since he bought it, he's bought a balance back to it. And and Twitter, I think X now, is kind of really a fundamental part of of societal discourse now. I mean, Twitter kind of shapes a lot of uh, opinions and discussion because so many people use it as a news feed or research tool or, or whatever. I think he I think he has brought a balance back to it. He's been savagely attacked by the, the, the status quo since he did it. He doesn't at the moment make any money off of it. I think he's probably using it to train his AI, which maybe then qualifies it as it was worth $35 billion because he's going to train his AI to, to, to be a better AI than, you know, ChatGPT or, or whatever. But he, he seems like well, no. a guy who's trying well, to... Well, there has to be an application for Neuralink and, you know, thought to platform would be his... Um, uh, I guess. Um, but do you think those business people are going to want to put chips in their heads? Like, really? No, no, I don't think so. I mean, but like, again, these people who are pushing for this kind of future are selling it hard. Um, I mean, you know, sometimes it's unbelievable what people follow and buy, but there are a lot of depressed people uh, because of the state of affairs because of the system we live in, that have literally pushed people into spaces of despair, into, you know, um, a, a complete hormone imbalance. I mean, because there is no anchor of truth anywhere. Uh, so this, even the self is not really anchored anywhere. It's just it's groundless. And that brings about a lot of fear and insecurity and anxiety and pointless kind of uh, existence. Um so I can understand how that state of mind is so such an issue in today's youth, and the cell, the cell of um, you know um, brain chips and uh, bringing back a feel good through you know controlling of the neurons and um, the freedom to do this, this, and bring about a more free, just world uh, is something that appeals. Uh, to many of these um, people because they don't feel like it's possible in the world that we live. Um, so I think the, the the current system has, what do you call it, induced a state that is so uh, fallen in in spirit and hope and faith and that, that this se- would seem like the solution. But then do you think that's... That, I, I wouldn't think that that's something that... We'll, we'll we'll call the, the the status quo Elon, not just Elon, but that, not that he has not induced that state. He's just exploring a possible avenue to take from. Okay, where are we now? What technology is available? What are society's problems? I mean, the, the the things with him that that kind of lead me to to be hopeful about him is that he he pretty much seems to go against the the mainstream narrative on like most things not on everything but on most things he says we should have about 15 or 16 billion people on earth eight isn't enough we need more statistically to get the next super engineer and the next super painter and the next super whatever he says people should have more kids rather than less 
he says there's plenty of resources to support triple the population that we've got. They're just never allocated properly. He seems to be like pro-people and pro-humanity, even if everything he does doesn't quite gel with that. I think, you know, like nobody's perfect. He's, he's trying to kind of just explore the stuff that he's got the resources and the interest to explore. So he's building his fake space rockets and he's building his electric cars <laughs> and he's building all the other stuff. But, you know, he's, he's the, the Twitter and the X uh, stuff. He, he, did you listen to him when he was on Rogan recently? And no, Rogan, I just stopped watching it. Oh, yeah, so Rogan know. sort of asked him a lot, like, why did you buy do. it? And he said, because the people who are running social media are not the people who built it. It's not the engineers, it's not the coders, it's the people that the sort of Silicon Valley money is running it. They didn't build it. They, he said they kind of inherited it because they were in the right place with the right money to buy the right companies. And where they all live in San Francisco, he says it's like literally, it's like a post-apocalyptic zombie world. It's just homeless people, drug addicts, shit everywhere. And he said that's what they did to the, the, the place where they physically live. And that's what they would have done to the whole world through Twitter and social media. And I felt like I can't let that happen. So that's I'm going to go and buy Twitter. That's fine. I understand that. But at the same time, behind it all, the same people that he, you know, he might um, uh, lay blame to and the, the powers to be behind uh, Silicon Valley and, you know, the downfall of San Francisco, California, whatever... Um, in in the in the local community, are the same people that are investing in his company or bailing him out. So this is the thing that I don't understand. There's a lot of people shouting about this and this and this and that, yet they've taken money from those people into their company or for them to pay or fight a certain legal bill. So yet they're calling each other out, but you're still back. Hang on a minute, I don't understand that. Why are you calling each other out, but then still taking? like refuge from those same powers to be like there we've had this conversation right uh it's really important to source your um the support funding and the work that you do and you know where it goes in terms of the application of the 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 the, the you know any app any kind of technology or science it needs to it need, you have to kind of ensure it goes to it comes from the right place and it goes to the right place and it's used for the right place. But if you then compromise and then call out something, it makes no sense to me. And this is what we're seeing. This is why I'm saying like they all call out. And why? Because what happens, it funnels the people that are shouting about it for the right reasons. They get a following. And in order to stop those people getting the following because it takes it away from them, they need people within the system to say the same. So it brings the funnel of followers back to them. So it keeps it within the same infrastructure. So, so you, you and, and you've got this. So this is the your, the the controlled opposition kind of model. That you I mean, put this your is literally into. how it. I mean, if you look at a lot of the social engineering, and when you have social engineering, but you know, you own the platforms. You you know who's talking. You know what's everyone's feeling. You know the sentiments. You know what. Of course, you're going to use that. I mean. This, as I said, you know, these this data on high levels can use like can be used for market to know how to influence the market. You need you just need to say the right things, 
and you and they've got the reach as well but the people that I have been saying this their reach has been cut off so they've basically taken off people whose whose impacts are don't are quite irrelevant bring them back on again they think oh yeah look there's you know freedom da, da, da. but the people who actually have impact their reach has been cut off um and so that therefore their their the funnel of their followers don't don't reach the people that are actually aligned and making a difference so it goes back into the same into the same infrastructure but don't you think again it's it is it is that kind of pendulum thing because if even as controlled opposition We'll take him as the example. Elon Musk wakes a load of. Or say, let's take Russell Brand as an example. Would you would you say he's controlled opposition? I, I haven't I haven't looked into it enough to. Oh, so stick stick with Elon then. But but I, I he could still let's, wake let's not, people I don't want right? to. I don't want to focus on Elon Musk just because I I just don't want to. Um, but look, let's look at even the ones that say that that are that that say they're all about uh, humanity. Oh my goodness, the amount of VCs amount of companies that are now marketing as if they give a crap about humanity they don't give two cents about it on that i agree with you and you 100%. get literally vcs like that are about say for example vegan backed vcs or about vegan you know businesses and they all uh ethical funding ethical businesses whatnot um they even if you even if they know you meet their objective, they will not invest. Even because at the end of the day, they're just looking to to get onto the next, uh, sure. yeah, just yeah. the next thing. So they want to they want to be able to make money on marketing that, and they know that they can make money on repl direct replacements without pushing moving the status quo. But they get onto this new movement of replacing the direct. In, um, lines of money that are made from say for example I don't know um, mock meat of some kind so they just they, you know instead of real chicken we make mock chicken and they, it, theirs is to remove animal testing and whatever we want ethical this that, and the other even if it's biotechnology technology you know um, using uh, cells instead of you know protein and make that kind of meat whatever okay that's fine and uh, but if you look at their agenda and objectives and it's just to make the world a better place no exploitation and this and that they they still won't put money behind people that are committed to the cause even if they've got something of value why because at the end of the day it might jeopardize their current investments right <laughs> like what does how does that affect us and our other investments and they don't rock their boats with their other kind of um relationships and so and a lot of them are just scared so they have money they've got they might have power but they're scared or they've got power and the money and they're just they're they they they're just not the they're they're not scared but they're not good so at the moment in terms of leadership or people with power of money wealth or influence they're literally in this side of the world in the western side of the world nobody and then you've got people in india who kind of follow sweet um these trends of ethical investment but again they just take advice from from people here and they too are just as scared and they're jumping on the bandwagon so i i i i really honestly jason it's a whole bunch of noise everyone's just a bunch of bullshit really 
Yeah, no, <laughs> you can cut that out. You can cut that out. But, but no, literally, speaking, there's so much bullshit. No, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> I just, I to me, and and I, and I guess we would agree to differ on it. To me, he sounds like the only one to me who's standing up and rocking the boat a bit. Maybe he's not really. But who doing else it. is? Who else is going to take Tommy? Who else is going to be that rock guy if he doesn't do it? Where are the people going to go to that are who need somebody like that? Where they're gonna go to? Because they they know that those pe- people are frustrated. People are not that stupid. There are a handful of significant amount of voices that are not stupid who are asking questions. If they don't take, then you can see it occurring. They know it occurring. They can pick it up on their data. Well, what do they do with them? They've got to do something. And the people that they've they know who would be resonating with them, they don't want to bring it. They can't funnel it to those people because that would take away from their infrastructure. So they have to bring back that following into the system, don't they? Into the infrastructure that's on. So if he doesn't do it, who who who's going to do it right now? They need somebody to stand. Yeah, I see. I see. I see what you mean. But it it, it feels it feels to me again, and I use that word. It feels to me that he's again a bit of a oh, this wasn't what we intended the internet to be. It's become, it's supposed to be military for us and now everyone's using it. You know, Elon, he's had all these government grants and tax rebates for Tesla and SpaceX and the tunneling and all of that. But now he's got $200 billion and if he decides, hey, I'm going to buy Twitter and post Dogecoin memes and start trolling, you know, Joe Biden, I'm going to do it and you can't stop me. You know, maybe he's a little bit out of control maybe he's a little bit like actually i don't like the way things are going and yes i did take money from the system but now i'm going to use it to do whatever i want to do with it that's that's the feeling i get i might be wrong i mean you know yeah but where does he have the 200 billion where is it well i mean he has he has enough that he was able to to take 35 million to twitter and say i'm buying the shares i mean what i don't know specifically where it is but 35 billion that you can actually put yeah, so down he traded on the his shares as a collateral against what he's got but but what i mean to say is like you, you, everybody's on a platform and i guess there's legal systems in place to you know hold people responsible to their, what what they say but i mean if you look at um uh what's his name um the the bill- the, the owner of chelsea who is oh, a, a billion billionaire they what do they do where was where they stopped transaction we couldn't get access to the money what happened then no where did those billion goes where's he gone where's his freedom where's his power like just taken well this will be our, this will be our next podcast when we're going to talk about bitcoin <laughs> but it still sits on the internet platform right and it, it's heavy it's heavy in its usage um and the also the other thing is like really the internet um in terms of how is it controlled and it and the foundations and the infrastructure of the internet is probably something that is the is is the limiting factor because basically i what was it was it facebook i can't remember when now but they wanted big the a larger bandwidth and they started to the companies started to pay for larger bandwidth of the internet so it wasn't open and democratic anymore so that means that it's not as fast it's not as reliable it's not as on demand as it would have been if it's equal if it's open but what ends up happening is that you get these corporations that they end up buying like larger bandwidths of the internet so that they can do 
things like maybe trade faster or uh, you know do things much much more quickly have the have the kind of advantage right so then so if we have to think about all of the arm twists that kind of the chess pieces um that keeps people in their power in their position and how they can't step out of their of that of that role um so you know even if somebody does have the money and things and the more actually the more influential and powerful they are in the system the more dependent they are on on the system itself yes for yeah. sure and so they can't really move unless they move that is in line with the entire system yeah i mean it's it, look, we 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 can we can probably come back to this in in more detail another time but i mean I, to me that is the promise of bitcoin that it's a, it's a completely separate set of rails. Yes, it uses the internet. Okay, you, you know, you, you're doing it over an internet connection. Although you can, um, you can, I, we can trade Bitcoin on two pieces of paper and we can do it over a shortwave radio. I mean, it's, it's just a sequence of numbers that tells one wallet that move these funds to another wallet. But, you know, f- effectively for anyone, you know, apart from a few geeks to to do it yeah you need an internet connection yeah but that is because it needs to be on a ledger right yeah but that is the that is it is that parallel set of rails so that when the powers that be say hey you're not saying the right things we're going to shut you down like abramovich right you've got to sell chelsea we're shutting down all your bank accounts we're taking all your property whatever now if abramovich had all his money in bitcoin you know what he's going to say no you're not go on then take it do you know, do you, can you open my wallet? No, it's not available to you. End of conversation. And and again, it, it is um, just as conceptually as an interesting thing. Once he, Abramovich, dies with his wallet key, those Bitcoin are locked forever. It's not like your gold or your bank or whatever, they kill you and then they take all your shit and give it to someone else. It's like, no. You cannot get it. It's encrypted unless you break the encryption, which no one's been able to do yet. I'm not saying it will never happen. Yeah, but then that will have its, uh, you know, problems as well. I mean, also then it'd be like putting more, creating more Bitcoin then, isn't it? Because No, there's a finite supply. Well, then what are they going to do then? They're just going to divide it and dilute and dilute and dilute if that goes down. If everyone dies with their Bitcoin, what if to generate more Bitcoin? No, I mean, no, no. The, the the existing ones become more valuable because they are more scarce. So so bit, a Bitcoin is divisible into a hundred million pieces. So you can have a hundred million, but they call them satoshis, like mm-hmm, units mm-hmm. within each Bitcoin. So there's a theoretical hard supply of twenty one million. About five million are lost. Two million yet to be mined. So fifteen million Bitcoin. They can be divide, subdivided into 100 million pieces each. So, you know, there's, there's enough individual units for people to use them for stuff mm. across, um, you know, the whole of humanity. But like I said, I mean, it's a whole another deeper conversation, conversation. But it's just, I, I like to think of it as it is a bit of another, like the internet going out of people's control. It's another middle finger to the bank saying, hey, guess what? Freeze my bank account. Yeah. Yeah, but that it. But let, let, okay, we can have a conversation about that and explore it some more for sure. The only thing is that it just becomes a, a very heavily dependent infrastructure, which is fine. It's just that then the resources goes to maintain that infrastructure, and I don't know whether that's 
I haven't done the kind of um, the the research to think if to to figure out whether it's more re- heavy on the re- the natural resources to maintain that infrastructure or not. Yeah, no, it's, it's generally the, because uh, for every every exchange it takes a lot of resources and powers and what does that mean what does that mean what does the world look like does it just look like a whole bunch of towers of servers and you know well, temperatures keeping it cold and the 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 actual farms bitcoin mining farms to a degree yes but they're generally a hundred times smaller than a big data center so if you compare it to like aws data centers or whatever then they're, they're smaller but also the the thing that's interesting about but, it is but this is just now right and then on top of it, it'll just get more. If it gets, just just think about it on terms of a scalable thing. If it scales, and then on top of that, you build the entire whole internet on that because everything will be using that infrastructure to to trade or to buy things, whatever. So you need a whole more other farms. Uh, so, but you but you'll build those servers anyway. I mean, if if you're going to have a hundred times more internet mm-hmm. then you're going to build a hundred times more servers like if you build them on a on a tcp ip or you build mm. them to run whatever i mean yeah. I, I, I don't really understand i mean yeah that but, but we just think about i mean all the things we have to think about like the minerals and the iron the metals we already got re- we already an issue with like yeah but but bitcoin specifically this is the thing which which is i think misunderstood which is actually really fascinating about it is that the mining of Bitcoin, so these machines that are hashing out the algorithm to validate the transaction, this is what the Bitcoin mining is, and then they solve a problem yeah, and they go, they, you mm-hmm. know how it works. Mm. The, the, there's, a, there's a really competitive nature to mining. So the more efficient miner does better, yeah. basically. So by the nature of the, the work that they do, they must find the cheapest electricity. So generally, they will. What you'll find is that you get, a, say, big Bitcoin mining farm in Iceland, because it's freezing cold and they've got geothermal. So you don't need to cool anything. You can tap the heat off of the mining farm and supply heat to people's homes for free. Mm-hmm. And you can take geothermal energy, which is going to waste because it's too expensive to build a dam in the middle of you know the North Sea somewhere and blah blah blah. blah. It is, you, you get so much transmission loss of the electricity that you would generate there trying to move it to people's homes that are 100 miles away. Mm. Whereas if you build a Bitcoin mining farm right on that power generator that's using natural resources, mm. you can then harness that power at source. And not just are you storing that electricity effectively mm. as energy because mm. you transmute it from electrical energy into monetary energy. And... Not just are you able to store it, but with a, with a battery, if you're talking about actual electrical charge, it, it loses whatever it is, you know, 1% every week or 2% every week. And if you move it down a power line, I think you lose 2% per 20 miles or something like that. Whereas with Bitcoin, not only are you able to store it 100%, but so far of the short agreed history we've had of Bitcoin, it actually accrues value. Mm. So you're able to take energy that would be wasted. So they do it a lot. They're doing a lot in Texas now with the flared uh, gas from the oil mines. Mm-hmm. They flare it off because it's too expensive to to burn it for electricity compared to just the oil. They can't be bothered to do it. So people are just setting up drop ship shipping containers with Bitcoin miners in them. Literally plug them in, plug them in, 
plug in your flared gas to a, a turbine that's just heating water, generating a bit of electricity, run the Bitcoin miners, and we're making Bitcoin. So it, it actually, it's, it's been demonized because it didn't suit the banks and everybody else to tell you that it was good because they hadn't bought it yet. No, I don't mean it as demonizing. I mean, I'm for it, but I was just, I'm just thinking about the entire infrastructure if it was to scale i mean i'm totally but every, for everything will scale anyway this is the this I was is just, the thing, I was just, right? yeah but we're going to ruin just, the environment well no the because there are ways to kind of do things if we change our, our our need our need bases so as long as i mean what we're doing we're just we're just doing a replacement but we're not changing the drivers so there's no conscious up, we kind of are well well i mean we're, we're just finding we're doing. We're finding a replacement for the current system because we're unhappy with it. But the drivers are the same. No, let me let me put this to you then as a okay, point, right? Go on. So the current system is based on fiat currency, right? Pounds, dollars, mm. euros, whatever. Backed by nothing. They're mm. backed only by debt and guns. Mm. So if you don't pay your taxes, the government comes and puts a gun to you and puts you in a prison cell. They're not. They're not actually backed by any anything that could be considered as real money. It's literally trust in the government and the threat of violence. Mm. And they are inflationary by design, mm. i.e. the longer you hold them, yeah. the less they're worth. No. Bitcoin is completely the opposite. So it is backed by proof of work. So Proof of stake. Proof of, proof of work for Bitcoin, proof of stake for Ethereum. Mm. So Ethereum is you hold it and you put it somewhere and that's what, powers the network bitcoin is actually the miners solving those those uh, mm -hmm. things it doesn't matter if you hold 0.001 or a million bitcoin you can still have a node and you can still be part of the network so it's proof of work for bitcoin but bitcoin is deflationary i.e the longer you hold it the more valuable it comes this incentivizes not spending money on stupid shit that you don't need. Mm. So it actually, the, the the money we use at the moment, the currency we use at the moment, incentivizes waste and buying useless things and throwing them away and buying more. Because if you don't do anything with your pounds, they become worthless. Mm. You have to spend them. Otherwise, you do your day's work, they give you some pounds, and then if you don't spend them, you can buy less with them next year and less with them the year after, etc. So it forces you to consume. Mm. If you have something which is deflationary, mm. it doesn't force you to do anything, but it incentivizes you to not consume. Mm. So you start to go, I do want that watch, right. but mm. if I wait two years... Mm. I can probably get that watch for half the amount of Bitcoin. Right. And then you get there and you're like, <laughs> I was smart. I wonder what happens if I hold it for another two years. I can get that watch for 0.1 Bitcoin. You get there. You right. wait a bit longer. And it changes human behavior right. from low time preference to high time preference. Right. You start to look forwards into the future. Mm. The same with gold and silver. I mean, it's digital gold and silver. Mm. You know, you guys, Indians, give gold, right, for weddings and birthdays and whatever because A, it's protected more so from the government. They can't just come and debase it and close your bank account and whatever. And B, once you've got that gold coin or that gold necklace or that gold bracelet or whatever, you are very unlikely to just go... Oh, you know what, I really fancy a holiday. I want to go, you know, Barbados for two weeks. Let me go and sell my gold bracelet. You're not going to mm -hmm. do it. You're mm -hmm. like, no, nah, it's gold bracelet. It's real. It's a real <laughs> thing. I'm going to hang on to it. So it incentivizes less consumerism. Mm. 
So I think I think on a, on a whole different number of levels, it's a really important technology. Okay, but you know, like I said, if we yeah, can I mean, do it five is, hours it, just it, talking about it money. is it is coming from a good um, place. You know, it's it's genius in so many ways, and um, it's trying to tackle a like tackle a real problem, and it's a good solution to it. I, I I'm just literally thinking about all the other things that we might miss in thinking about something because that generally happens with new things. You think, okay, this is really good, but we have to think about the long-term ifs and buts and we, things we don't, haven't seen mm. or thought about or which, which ends up happening in anything that happens, in anything new that you build. Yeah, you get to learn about the thing, consequences, right? You right? think, okay, I didn't see that coming and of course that's the consequence of it. Uh, but as I said, the the... the the driver, which you just explained why it may change the driver, that's a really important part. Um, because I think if it doesn't change the driver, that's the point of failure. But if we're For here, sure. you like it's designed to change the... Yeah, yeah the, the human yeah. behaviour. Right, which is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's still that you can get more for a longer period of time, but you just wait for it a little bit more. So there's some... there's there's some patience built into kind of consuming because you think twice about spending with the, to get with something Bitcoin, with Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, I mean, you, you, it, it really, once you once you buy some, I mean, obviously, like, if you're not attached to money, mm. you, you wouldn't feel it as much as someone who is attached yeah. to money. But once you buy some and you see it went up in value, you're like, I should hold it a bit longer. Mm. I should hold it a bit longer. I should lock it up. <laughs> that helps everybody else's Bitcoin to be worth more because mm. I'm not spending mine, so... Theirs becomes more valuable, so they don't spend theirs, and it, it becomes something that incentivizes. Yeah, what, we, what we did very traditionally, cleverly, right? Yeah, save, yeah. save for a rainy day. day. That's yeah. where the and only buy when you need it. Yes, yeah. exactly. I mean, the the only other alternative is to bring about a, a smart bartering system, but that is, is difficult to regulate, and that's not a bad thing to do along with Bitcoin. You know. I think there will be. I think there will be a, a thousand layers. You know, there will be different cryptos and different technologies, oh, yeah. and AI coins, yeah. and various things. But see, this is the thing because of the different layers. That's just energy. Uh, it's heavy. But I mean, let's see. Let's but even see. that, I think, over time, you know, if it, if that becomes a thing that people are concerned with, fundamentally. That will become the driver for okay. How can we make better ones that are less energy intensive? Mm. And people will work to solve that problem okay mm. we need to do it but but less energy mm. but at the moment i mean really bitcoin is probably 99 percent waste energy because that's the only way miners make money they go to even they're, they're starting to put bitcoin miners now near big power stations because the problem with with most power stations is not that they can't produce enough it's when they produce too much so when demand goes down they have to put the excess supply into capacitors. But once those capacitors are full, you can melt your whole power station. So they're kind of struggling to balance supply and demand. So now what you do is you plug in a bunch of Bitcoin miners and they just they literally can switch on and off within, I don't know, like a quarter of a second. So you just basically plug a, a bunch of Bitcoin miners in. But that's, and when but you've got oversupply, you just switch them on. Yeah. And you're making money. But um, it's still it still kind of um promotes um digging down and 
you know, kind of dreaming. To, to a degree it does. To uh, a degree it to does. To a great degree, especially if the whole monetary system is kind of dependent on it. My direct, inst- direct gratification through digging is mining and then that gets, that's monetized directly. So it's a lot more direct uh, than it is currently. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely go with that. But I think, again, maybe it's a, it's a transition, right? We're moving from yeah, one way I, of thinking to, to a better about, way of yeah, thinking. Yeah, I need to think about the whole, the whole, the whole picture. But it, I do, it, sounds, it sounds good, but when we have to think about uh, the, 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 the drivers then would be then let's just access um, the energy and drill, 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 and that's got that link it to Bitcoin so we can monetize that energy straight. And so that would be the driver then, right, for f- to be able... It, it's possible, but again, at the moment, I mean, there, there are no Bitcoin miners that, that are energy suppliers. So they're not, they're not building power stations. They're just going to where's the cheapest or most wasted energy and saying, look, instead of throwing that away, we'll have it. Yeah. That's, that's literally, then they're, they're not... There's no increased demand of energy supply from Bitcoin mining. There's just less waste. But what about when uh, you get millions of people doing transactions on the chain and each chain needs to... You, you, with Bitcoin, you won't because Bitcoin actually is quite a slow throughput. So it will never, you'll, never be, you'll never buy Starbucks with Bitcoin. Bitcoin will be, you want to buy a house, governments need it as a treasury asset, Sovereign wealth, yeah, but it's the bitcoins is what everything's um pegged on. The other cryptocurrencies pegged on the bitcoin, so you get those layers. No, there there are some layers built, but all all the other chains are are separate. Yeah, but they it's it's still that infrastructure, whether it's bitcoin or any other crypto. The bitcoin, the bitcoin, everything sits on bitcoin. No, no. What is it directly linked to fiat? I think it goes through bitcoin and then bitcoin to fiat. Most most cryptocurrencies would have to leverage either Bitcoin or or they peg to Ethereum. They have to be pegged to one or the other. They can't be pegged directly to fiat. No, they're they're measured against fiat. I mean, so there there are there would be layers built, say, on top of Ethereum that are kind of pegged to Ethereum, and there's layers built on Solana, and there's there's all these L ones and L twos, layer ones which are run on top of another crypto, and layer twos which run on top of that. But, but even Ethereum's p- pegged on it, Bitcoin. No, it's a completely separate chain. Completely separate. So Ethereum, Bitcoin could die. And oh, yeah, Ethereum that's right. Would be completely so fine. consensus is be- uh, pegged on Ethereum. So, and then that's you get the other chain link and stuff like yes, that. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, so, so there might be 500 different cryptos that are built on top of Ethereum yeah. and likewise for Solana and likewise for whatever other, other primary chains. But, but Bitcoin on, in and of itself, it's, it's utility is, and, it, and I think its utility ultimate will, ultimately will be a savings technology and a make humanity better technology. I don't think it will ever really be used for transactions. I think it will be used to incentivize people to sit on their hands and understand that it's better to do something later once than do it every week rubbishly now. I think that's ultimately what we exactly what gold has been for the last the, the history of humans, right? Gold is gold. If mm. you're the king, you've got all the gold. If when you go and invade someone's city, first thing you do, take all the gold. You know that was the 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 bedrock of wealth. Mm. Who's got the gold? 
you don't you never done anything with the gold it's not like we say oh christmas like we gave we gave out gold or whatever no you just keep it in the vault and you go how much have we got oh, we still got a load of gold i'm still the king that was it i think bitcoin in that sense will digitize that that process it's a commodity you sit on it and if you have some that is wealth so when you buy when i i remember from fiat i could buy ethereum or I could buy Bitcoin directly, but if I want to buy any other crypto, I have to buy. I have to have either no, Ethereum now, or Bitcoin. Now you can buy anything. Bitcoin. Now you can, I mean, I just from Smith, I just downloaded Revolut a couple of months ago because yeah. we we go on like little holiday weekend breaks, and he's like, "Use that; it's better." And uh, you can buy five hundred and fifty, I think, different cryptos on there in one second. Some of them you got to change the dollars because it's only dollar quoted prices, but. Literally, you just go from, you know, £100 to $112. Do you want to do that? Yep. Do you want to buy Dogecoin? Yep. Bought it. Straight from wallet. Fiat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's, 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 it's mushrooming now because so many people are kind of moving into that ecosystem. Mm. They haven't really, yeah. Haven't yeah, looked yeah, it's it for fascinating. But, but yeah, that's a can, new, that's, yeah, less, that's less, probably a couple of years development, isn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. If the if the last time you looked at it yeah. was two years, yeah, I mean it's completely. Yeah, so I, I remember when changed. I was looking at it, is like I have to I, only certain platforms I could even buy it on, like yeah. Binance or yeah. Uh, so those, coin, those, those coin, are still there, Coinbase, Coinbase Binance, yeah. and all of that. But but um, yeah, I now, couldn't buy it directly from any other yeah app. Yeah, but now yeah, Revolut. I think I think if you're in the US, you can use Square. Yeah. Um, I think you, what's the other one that's like Revolut? Mod, yeah, mod, but how are they mods, doing it? Mods, they must be how how mod. they if even if they're doing it, they must have they they must be doing it. They might be offering it directly from Fiat, but they'd have to have anyway. They're, yeah, they just use an exchange. So they're, yeah, exactly. they're just using they'd Binance, have to use, Coinbase, right, so, whatever. But, so they would have to have the equivalent of yes, of liquidity, the, and they just and they just of but, the of yeah. But you don't have to, have to go through Bitcoin into. Dogecoin. No, because Revolut would have already have that taken care of in their exchange. Yeah. 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 Whichever I was platform how they're using, yeah, they're, those so they, pairs are already there. Yeah. Some of them so are more expensive because there's less liquidity. Through Binance or kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. I think right, they just use sense. the big was, exchanges okay, so and that's, they, that's you just big. see swap one to the yeah. other, but they do whatever they need yeah. to do in, okay, the, in the background. Sense. So it is then picked it. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, it may be that you go through some intermediaries, but mm. I, you, I could tell you for sure that you definitely don't go through the Bitcoin main chain. And I'll tell you why, because the Bitcoin main chain is a 10 minute block. And if I buy something on... Revolut, no, but they've got another one called Flash, isn't it? Which is a faster chain on, there's millions on, of on them. Bitcoin. Mm, no, they're, they're, not, they're, not they're, they're, they've got a Lightning Network. Oh, Lightning, sorry, not Flash. That's yeah, what I meant, but, Lightning. But, but yeah. Lightning Network is still like a, it, it's, it's running code on top and it settles on the main chain every 10 minutes. So you st basically I hold a pot of money and you hold a pot of money. We give liquidity to other people. Yeah. And then every 10 then minutes we settle up to, on the yeah, chain. Yeah. But if I, if I buy whatever coin solana on my revolut app it's there in one second mm. so there's no way it's writing to the bitcoin chain and waiting for that to be validated no because probably already written because revolut already has the already has it yeah it already has it done yeah they've got a pool of solana already got that they that, can yeah. swap but that's what i'm saying so yeah. they, they don't so need to but, go but through bitcoin. that's because it's already done that layer that layer is already done so for for the user front end for you, it could be you already. Be. But, but, but Revolut when they go and yeah, do yeah. it when yeah, they yeah. set up, they've already that's true. the that next level 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 of the layer. Yeah, true. That they're but I but I, I'm pretty sure that, that it has to be pegged to 
It has no, to be. Only, it only, can't be. It has to be. Well, it's, Otherwise, it's there's not no to, grounding of it's it. It's not to fiat specifically. It's to stable coins. So USDT, yes. USDC. So they're already cryptos that are pegged one-to-one with the pound, with the dollar, whatever. So those are the actual pairs that are swapped. It's not swapping to pounds from the Bank of England, but it's swapping to an instrument that is pegged one-to-one with the pound or with the dollar. But it doesn't go through the Bitcoin chain because mm-hmm. it hasn't got the throughput. It's six transactions a second. The throughput is horrible. It's it's just that like it's like gold. Mm. You are not going to go the whole week spend buying gold. You go once a year to the gold dealer. You either buy some or you sell some, and then you take that cash and you do what you want to do with it. I think I think ultimately it will it will pan out like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got it. Um, but yeah, so. Let me grab my laptop and I've got three questions for you. <laughs> I think when you came last time, I wasn't I wasn't asking my three questions. Okay. So, oh, right. This is a funny But I've one. got three different questions slightly because mm-hmm. you probably listened to some of the other ones. <laughs> so question number one is, if you could have a meal with anyone living or dead, who would you choose? Modi. Prime Minister. Yes. He's, he's or still, dead, Bandarang Sastri. Who is who is that? The f- philosopher that I listen to every Sunday. Okay, what's his name? Bandurang Sastri Atavle. Have you got something you wanted to ask him, or specifically, or no? I just like to be with him and just talk to him and just just yeah, just be in his company. There's a million things I could ask him though. It's just exactly like, does he have a photographic memory? How does he remember all the references? How comes he knows all the psychological things so deeply? Was he there? Does he have past life memories? Was like how does he how can he possibly know all that in such detail? Yeah. What would you eat? Um, probably kitchdi. Nice. <laughs> okay, so question number two is would you rather have ten million pounds or be ten years younger? Um, ten million pounds. Yeah, me too. Wouldn't, wouldn't, don't um, have any I've regrets got, about I can, I've back. got stuff to do with that 10 million pounds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool. And then uh, number three, which is still my favourite question, is if you were trapped in a TV show for a month, what would you choose? Mm, TV show? God, if I watch TV, I would be able to answer that. A uh, Big Bang Theory, maybe? Oh, yeah, Big Bang. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, that's cool. I can see you in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Cool. Thank you very much for coming in again. So um, the website is simonix.com. P-S-I, I'm going to read it off your shirt. P-S-I-M-O-N-I-X.com. Check it out, guys. Check it out. Yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, I'm going to connect you up with a few people actually who I've had on the podcast. Okay. Who I think might be really interested to fold it into what they're doing okay yeah sounds good awesome jason see if we can see if we can do some networking cool um instagram is sci sense or simonics either way s-i-s-e-n-s-e sense and science on instagram and where else are you twitter twitter simonics psi which is a psi and then m-o-n-i-x monics like harmonics monics and linkedin you are as well and linkedin yes we're m harmonics with a X and Psi in front of it, PSI. Yeah, so I'll put I'll put links to all of those in in the show notes. Mm. So it's a Facebook, yes. Oh, Facebook as well. Yeah, yeah. Is also Simonix. Simonix. It's like the oldest Simonix page is a Facebook, so you can look at the science and the things that you know are linked to the research. 
Um, and that goes into things beyond just brainwaves and hormones, but lots of other things that influence our health and how that links to the brainwaves and the hormones. So, yeah, some of the links are dead, but it's still got the um, the the posts with the writing so you'd understand how it links. It's, oh, cool. Yeah. Nice bit of history. Yeah. A little time capsule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what Facebook is now, isn't it? Time capsule. No one uses it anymore. Cool. So yeah, thank you very much for coming. Oh, it was a fascinating conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether I don't know whether I've answered any of my questions that I had, but it's nice to to explore. I think we covered with you. quite a bit. It was fun. Yeah. 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 Awesome, yeah. Jason. And uh, thank you guys for listening. I know everyone's time is precious. So if you managed to stay all the way through, uh, thank you for your time. I appreciate you. Make sure you're following the podcast everywhere where you listen to podcasts. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give us a thumbs up. Um, there's always some links that pop up in the videos for other shows that I've done and there's uh, links at the end for, for other shows. So click through and watch something else. Make sure you're sharing with other people. Leave us some feedback. A new episode every Tuesday, 5 a.m. And we'll catch you next time. If you don't deserve my love, you won't get it, no credit. me over once and regret it, yeah, I said it. Feelings and emotions, I can shed it, re-edit. I'm running from my past, yeah, a legacy, the hell is. I'm running around my brain, trying to find the nearest.